watched that. Yeah. You remember this? With the hitting the play on the VHS. It's the VHS. The VHS <laughs> when we were recording <laughs> videos for The Rock. Yeah. And then we'd play a song and hold the microphone to the song because we couldn't figure out how to... Remember that? You know, it's pretty archaic back then. We were like... We were making it happen, though. We were making it However happen. However we could. On today's Dawn Patrol podcast, I am, like, fired up. <laughs> <laughs> because this is, I think this is our first interviewer-ee, interviewee that I've known since four? Long time. Long time. None other than Mr. Brian Wigan. What's up, Brian? What's going on? This is our third summer podcast, which we normally do our weekly podcast, and I'm just fired up to have you here with us to give us a little recap on who you are, your summer, your life, what moves you, what grooves you. Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, good, sweet. Uh, Four years old? Six years old? Four years old, when we met? Yeah. Uh, I just remember being in your wife's nail shop and uh, having to suffer all the smells. It was terrible. As my mom got her nails done. Terrible. I think that was the first, maybe. The first time, first yeah. time I met you, you were in our backyard with the apricots. Okay. We had just bought the the house, so this was in '90. When yeah. were you born? '82. There you go. So you were eight years old. Eight years old. And I went, "Who are the two rat kids that's stealing all my apricots?" Because I was waiting <laughs> for them. And you were like garbage bags full of them. I believe it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 uh, tell us about married to Jen. Mm-hmm. Ten years now. Oh man, uh, 2005. It's gonna be 15 years. 15. Shoot. No, no, 13 years. 13 years. I can. I'm really good at math. Yep, you're an uh, English teacher. Yeah, science. science teacher. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's all the same, really. And it starts tomorrow at school. Uh, I get kids tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, pretty early. First day of a science teacher. You yeah. want to go in big? Do we, you catch something on fire? Uh, no, no, no. But we we do just hit the ground running we start off with uh, a lab and there's no kind of like intro you know like a typical first day mm-hmm. it's just let's do something oh yeah that's yeah. why you're a great teacher we're labbing it you're gonna cut something something dead you're gonna boil uh, something i'm gonna make them think there's like dead things uh basically they get a box they have to try to figure out what's inside okay um using all sorts of different like observation skills and yeah oh i love that so can i sit in like come on down man can i can i really yeah it's Fill out a visitor form. A uh, day before or that day? I don't know. Can you figure it out? Because on a Wednesday after Dawn Patrol, I would love to sit in on a science That'd class. That would be pretty fun. That would uh, be fun. Yeah, I'll find out. I'll let you know. Okay, let me know. Like, yeah. Because if I have to do it the day before, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be so fun. So, Jen, 13 years. Yeah. Oldest, Olive. Yeah, Olive. Olive, she's... She's going into third grade. Cal. Cal going into first grade. He's pumped. He's, he is pumped. Yeah. No more kindergarten. No, he's a brilliant little guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, then, like his dad. Like his dad. <laughs> it's all his no slouch. <laughs> no, she's not. No. Book a day. Oh, it or more. Yeah. Uh-huh. She just constantly reads. And then Drake. And Drake, the, the man. man, going into his second year of preschool. So he's fired up. Is, or yeah. is he fired up? Oh, yeah. He loves it. He loves it. Uh, yeah. So. He's like a superstar everywhere he goes. <laughs> he is. He draws a lot of attention. And he's humble. Yeah. And he, does he like it? Does he like the attention? Oh, yeah. He yeah, seems yeah. I to mean, warm up to it. He He's very direct, though, too. So if he doesn't want it, he pushes you away. Mm-hmm. So he knows Love what that. he wants. Yeah. Love that. 
So you are, so we meet each other when you're eight, and then we re-engage mm -hmm. when I become a youth pastor. You yeah. are your freshman year? Yeah. Was it my freshman year? I think Sof it was your freshman sophomore. Yeah, right around Right in yeah. there. You weren't driving. I remember you okay. got your Volkswagen uh, station wagon. Yeah. During that time. Right, because you were, our first summer camp was your first shaving experience. Yeah, at Sugar right. Pine. At Sugar Pine. That, in was, the that was a fun summer camp. That was a great summer yeah. camp. And so you were, that was your freshman year, right? Uh, must have been. Must yeah. have been. And so wrap up, we had a great season of ministry at The Rock. And when I say The Rock, mm -hmm. you saw the whole thing, man. You yeah. saw room 202, fireside, dragging couches up yeah. and down the street from Gene Cox's garage to renting the, the liquor store yep. to the remodel to the first night to you running junior high through your first two years of college mm -hmm. called The Edge without you saw really the whole thing yeah wrap up that for the kiddies <laughs> at home like what would you how will you explain that to Olive when she's in high school here's how what I how will I explain that to Olive um for me personally I mean it was a very you know pivotal point in my life and uh it was very meaningful in that you know it was a great time to be engaged and to really invest uh, myself into the church and uh, gosh it was just crazy every day it was new stories you know about what God was doing um, the opportunities that would present themselves I mean seeing the JR Mart go from a gutted out liquor store full of like can I say porno mags yeah. in the back yeah uh, you know and uh, just garbage everywhere to um, you know, the point where there's 200 kids coming in, over 200 kids Amazing. kneeling, praying, worshiping God, and, you know, experiencing who he is. It was it was incredible. I mean, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I can't imagine your seat because you came up and grew up through the church. Mm -hmm. And we I had never been to a youth group, so I just mm -hmm. said, hey, Lord, what would I want to come to? <clears throat> but you were there, and it was really uh, stretching, I think, for the church kids because mm -hmm. there were, call it 20 of you guys, and we're inviting the world into your house, into yeah. your community. And you guys went with it. Yeah. You went with it. Some of you did. <laughs> yeah. Most of you did. Some of you didn't because I was sensitive to how hard that must have been yeah. because everything you knew was gone. Yeah. I mean, no doubt about it. There were some there were some tough points where, you know, you're used to this close, tight little group. And now you got to share the love of, you know, and the attention. And, you know, there's... I think anyone would probably struggle with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And you led worship through it. Uh, yeah, at times. Yep, at times. Yeah. And then that whole transition. And then you came back in and led the junior high. You were the best junior high guy. <laughs> it was so fun in the gym. Yeah, we had a good time. You had a great had a good time. time. And you were powerful with those kids. Was uh, Clay and Corey in your group? Uh, so they were in eighth grade when I started. And then they stuck around and they would help with uh, music and yeah, we had a we had a lot of fun. You guys were leaders. Here you got freshmen in high school mm -hmm. sticking around junior high to help with worship and then up the street at the rock. Yeah. You guys we were everybody was leading. There were a lot, yeah. No, it was a it was a very good group to mm -hmm. be around and mm -hmm. uh, to learn from too. And, you know, Corey and Clay, they're just top notch guys. Top notch yeah. guys. Yeah. Did you see Corey's thing in Wyoming? What's he doing in Wyoming? I saw a picture of him. What's he's like holding a horse? He's like, <laughs> he's fantastic. I think he is discovering himself. Who he truly <laughs> is inside. Yeah. And it's manly. Yeah. 
I think he's going to have a horse in his future. That's fantastic. Hey, um, those we could stay all day on the. We should have a great like rock like like night together. That'd be we fun. Just, like share stories. Yeah. And all that would be fun. What when you think of Dawn Patrol because mm-hmm. it was such a blessing for me, someone who's known you from eight years old, seen you in different seasons of your life, your mm-hmm. wedding, the the premarital that we mm-hmm. did together with Jen on our couch with Kath was just rich in our hearts, rich in our hearts, fell in love with Jen Mm. and you as a couple. So here's man, Brian, and then to watch you show up at Dawn Patrol, a busy man, father of three, teacher, (laughs) what wrap up Dawn Patrol? What's like, explain that to Cal. To Cal. Here's what we did. Um, Dawn Patrol, uh, for me, offered a very necessary thing that I needed in my life. Um, uh, the opportunity to be around other men, to uh, have the words spoken in a very real, very relatable, uh, relaxed, casual, but meaningful uh, way. Um, there was the, you know, this fellowship that, that happened at Dawn Patrol that even though there were I don't, how many guys go? Yeah, hundred. Um, even though with so many guys, you still felt like you were part of this tight group, and uh, that we were all walking on a path together, and mm-hmm. that you know, with all of our imperfections and everything, we're just trying to do our best, trying to grow, and doing the best we can. What do you? Th- because I miss it, and I'm just the guy that's flapping my lips. Yeah. But I miss the like. How do you get a hundred guys? To do like what you just said, be all in the same space, you know, like like not physical space, but spiritually and as men, mm. you know, what do you think it is? Is I'm trying to put my finger on it. I think it takes a lot of vulnerability mm. um, for guys to be able to admit what their struggles are and what their hardships are, and I think that once that happens. Um, a lot of connection can happen and then uh, nobody is feeling like they have to put up Mm. some sort of front but the walls get broken down and then we can be real together and we can you know ask some of those hard questions together Mm -hmm. hard questions yeah hard questions um, uncomfortable questions and uh, you know and I feel like it helps having someone up front who also is sharing a lot of what's going on in their life and things that they're struggling with because um, it just creates a good model for everyone mm-hmm. else. Never once has there been a pretense. Listen to you say that. There's no there's no place for pretending. Mm-hmm. I think if you're pretending, you're uncomfortable there. Yeah. I think the guys who are there, they want, they want that. They really do. Yeah. And uh, they're tired of that, yeah, pretending and trying to pretend like they have it all together but that vulnerability there's something so attractive about it and uh and real about it that i think a lot of guys say that's that's what's missing in my life and i really need that yeah because without it you're not going to grow you had that in a sense with your brother and your Mm -hmm. dad you know even your dad was quiet but he was (laughs) uh, a presence in your life yeah of a a great model Mm -hmm. of what a man that goes through. I mean, that's why you bust yourself in the face with a crowbar, <laughs> got stitches on his lips for, you, for the kiddies at home, and proceed in the project before mm-hmm. you go. You know that that's because it was modeled. I would mm-hmm. imagine. Um, in, what was modeled? Pressing on. 
Yeah, sure. Men press Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And there's, there's a, um, even in imperfection yeah. and in weakness, we press on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I love your dad. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's a Rob Wigan. <laughs> He's a legend. Robbie Wigan. Yeah. First time I surfed, I think with you guys, he came. <laughs> Did he? To Cal's. Probably, yeah. No, he he was always the one who would take us, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, I mean, he's had so much go on in, mm-hmm. in his life, mm-hmm. like hard things. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pressed on and kept going. Mary Poppins. <laughs> how how was that? Oh you gosh. were like again killing it in Mary Poppins. It just ended. Mary Poppins was roll of a lifetime for me. I. I think I wrote that somewhere on my Instagram. Yeah. But I loved the movie. We watch it as a family at least once a month, if not more. And uh, I love that character of the dad and the transition he goes through and, you know, can relate to all the things that he's going through. And so when it came up that Mary Poppins was going to be musical, I was like, I, ha- I have to audition. Because I was even debating, am I going to try to right. get involved? But there was no question. And when I got that role, I was just so stoked really because yeah. when you got Gaston I mm-hmm. thought that was the role of a lifetime uh that was fun man and that you know they're they're just so different yeah both of the roles and they were fun and great in their own way but so when you say you could relate to him how mm-hmm. oh gosh just um prioritizing family over everything else is really what it comes down to right um you know and the story he's so focused on his job and advancing and like building a life for himself, doesn't even have time for the kids. The kids are an afterthought. And it's like, all of this is for my legacy and my future family. Mm-hmm. Um, but then realizing, no, what, what really matters is actually that meaningful, thoughtful time and mm-hmm. uh, loving the kids. Um, yeah, investing in them. Mr. Banks. Yeah, it was great. Loved every minute. So good. You were so... <laughs> Thank you. So good. How have was there any transformation in your own um, life and fatherhood and parenthood as you moved through the summer? Um, oh man, like an awareness or a. You know, I mean, there were definitely times uh, during the summer when uh, I would have those moments of you know I'm either either I'm bored or I have other things that I want to do that day, um, projects I want to get done, errands I need to you know take care of, and then. It's like, you know what? No, let's just grab the kids and go to the zoo. Let's let's go to the pool. That other stuff can wait. Yeah. You know, what matters is um, investing in the family. So. so it surprises me to hear you say that because I've always admired how you parent. Hmm. And I admired and admire how you handle your career and hmm. your profession. And, um, you know, you guys were in... Washington for a stint, yeah. And I thought, wow, what's gonna, what's Brian gonna do? How's this gonna? <laughs> That's pl- the, I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what's gonna happen? Yeah. And much like my son Elias, you just seem like maybe I'm misreading, just so focused and purposeful, but relaxed about it. Hmm. We're gonna see how this unfolds. Hmm. We're gonna go counterculture, even with the truck. Um, and and content, you seem so content. Jen, content, who you are, where you're at, what's mm-hmm. coming tomorrow, where you've been yesterday. There just seems like there's this this space that you guys have managed to mm-hmm. reach that is beautiful. 
does it feel like you're in that space or does it feel um you know i would say for you know speaking for both of us we've always had kind of that attitude of let's let's see what happens you know um we have our own plans for our life and things that we'd like to see happen but you know we understand also life happens and um you know god can throw you a curveball here and there and uh yeah we a lot of times we just kind of wait and see like what god's got in store um and it can be tough like right now i mean shoot i want to move into a house and be a homeowner but it just doesn't really seem like it's the right time for mm-hmm. that you know kind mm-hmm. of thing so we're it's it's usually pretty easy for us to kind of accept our situation and trust mm-hmm. that hey we're gonna live life where we're at right now not miss anything and uh, just trust that god will keep moving us forward and stay with us yeah yeah and he seems to be yeah i mean shoot we're crazy blessed blessed yeah. You are blessed. When uh, you talk about Mr. Banks' transformation, when okay. do you think your biggest transformation was, just where you kind of, as a young man or whenever it was, hmm. um, when do you, when did you wake up and say, you know what? I'm going this way. I'm letting this go, and I'm pursuing the Lord in this sense. When was your big awakening? Hmm. Um, I think that there's there's been multiple awakenings like that. Uh one of them that the the first one that came to mind was in college, when uh, I was I had no idea what I wanted to do growing up. Um, I had all sort I had lots of ideas. That was the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up just uh, doing two years at Chabot and then going to Simpson, following my brother there because mm-hmm. I had no idea where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting involved in I signed up for all the business classes there, and then after my first week meeting with the counselor and everything, realizing oh yeah. I've got a lot more school ahead of me if that's what I want to do. And do I even really want to do it? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had loved all the Bible classes that I was taking and um, just decided, you know what? Forget it. I just, I'm enjoying the Bible classes. I have no idea what I want to do with it, but it just feels right. It feels like this is a great opportunity. So changed my major to Bible and theology and uh, went with it. So I guess for me, that was an example of um, following, uh, I, I feel like it was God's leading and leaving my own, uh, expectations and aspirations behind in a sense. Yeah. That was an awakening. It was for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I, th- when you said that Bible and theology degree total in my mind, science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't, how did you explain that broadcast one? that? Yeah. How did you explain that one when you got the job? Um, it was it was funny, you know. Uh, I, I I was open and upfront about it when I was in my interview, and the thing was, I had done everything. I I took the classes at Cal State East Bay, you know. I got my credential, took all the science tests that I needed to take, so I had gone through all the hoops and said, "Look, I I'm qualified to do this," but yes, my background is in Bible and theology, but science has always been a big part of my life. My yeah. dad was a science teacher. Yeah. Um, I think the two actually go hand in hand, personally. um, I do, you know, and I could explain that to certain people. Yeah. Yeah, but... Certain people. Not my my boss in in an interview. And not (laughs) a lot of Christians wouldn't get it. Uh, Yeah, I don't... I think a lot lot might, a lot might not, yeah. Yeah. It just depends. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for sure, because science is all about, you know, understanding the world around us and 
I think God's awesomeness is uh, mm-hmm. revealed a lot in that exploration. Romans 1. Yeah, absolutely. Right there. Yeah. Hey, uh, two things mm-hmm. I want to just ask you before we, we wrap this thing up. Uh, what excites you this week? <sighs> this week. Like you're going to go to bed tonight and go, oh, I can't wait for this. Um, Friday after school. <laughs> being, being first done week with my school. first week no yeah um no honestly i i don't have a whole lot of trepidation about yeah getting back into it um what excites me uh actually routine um getting back into some routine because summer is so just all over the place there's no set schedule it's just every day is different wake up at different times you know sometimes jen and i just don't have a plan at all for the mm-hmm. day I'm like well what are we gonna do mm-hmm. i don't know let's sit around and Mm-hmm. drink coffee and listen mm-hmm. to music for two hours which is pretty awesome, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna miss that but it routine is nice even right. though it's going to work and right everything there's something about that for sure what excites you about this year oh this year man um i i'm always excited about what we're going to do together as a family and watching my kids uh, grow and develop and, you know, seeing how our family changes. Um, You know, there's probably a ton of other things that I could, you know, pinpoint like actual, you know, maybe a trip or something like that Mm -hmm. that I'm really excited about. Um, But in general, that's what I'm excited. I'm excited about going hunting. I'm excited about going backpacking. I'm excited about taking trips to, you know, Washington to see uh, family. But um, I've got I've got a lot of things yeah. <laughs> to what, be excited about. What do you hunt? Uh, so far, just birds. But uh, we're gonna try to hunt. Um, go on a deer hunting trip this year. And really? Yeah, just some friends. We just decided let's let's try this out. <laughs> you are a multi-leveled, complex, creative, borderline genius. I mean, you are so uh, sincerely in how that. you carry yourself. I think in the truest sense of genius. Who who is not so much um, well we don't need to go to my definition of genius but you are a free man who thinks freely and comes to conclusions mm-hmm. the most free thinkers you see don't come to resolve but I love how you think freely and openly but come to a great resolve mm-hmm. and then live your life based on those resolves mm-hmm. I mean and who has a refrigerator in their garage just that your man cave is one of the best man caves <laughs> and it's not just a refrigerator in the garage but the whole thing yeah and what happens in those spaces, mm. and the, you provide that, you know, that's just one element of wh- who, you, how you bring people together, how you teach science, how you love your family, how you serve your Lord. It's beautiful, and how you honor your extended family and grandparents. And that you're, you're just awesome to watch. Thanks, man. Really awesome to watch. What is closing question? Mm. And I'm just curious. Your most influential or favorite movie? Oh my gosh. Uh, I already talked about Mary Poppins, but um, influential favorite movie. Uh, Awaken something in you, you point to. You know, uh, in college, I watched this one movie on loop in my dorm, and it was Wes Anderson's Royal Tenenbaums. Um, <laughs> I, what is it about that movie? I don't know. Uh, the characters, the writing, it's it's how it's definitely made. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, Laura. And I, I love the the story arc too the the whole transition the family goes through, mm-hmm. coming back their dad trying to reconnect and them 
coming together. It's is actually a pretty beautiful little story. It really is. Yeah, I really love that movie as well. But it, I won't say it's my most influential. Uh, most influential? No, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to think more about. Yeah, that. you have to yeah. think about that, dude. Uh, what are you looking forward to most about returning to Dawn Patrol? Uh, the, you know. I felt like Dawn Patrol kind of gave me like a, a little bit of a compass, a little bit of direction for my days and my week. Um, kept me on track. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Going back to that for yep. sure. And the guys, September 5th, new series, Tombstone. Learning to recognize, seize, and then live out those moments that God puts on a tee for us that become part of the legacy he gets to point at. If we can recognize him. September 5th. Can't wait. Tombstone. Looking at the greats, men and women in Old and New Testament, even the one-liners and guys with no name that have a legacy in Scripture, some good legacies, some not. This is this song reminds me of you and Jen. Got myself <laughs> a gospel cat woman. <laughs> my friend Brian Bent. You met him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little reggae band. Not reggae. What do you call it? Rockabilly band. This is Brian Bent? This is Brian Bent. No way. Oh, yeah. I'm going to download this. It's fantastic. It's three albums. This is the Pioneers Gospel Catwoman. That's great. Kitties at home haven't heard this song yet. Here's Jen. Think of Jen when he gets into the thing. I love Rockabilly. you got to put some of this in the Dom Patrol playlist. Is it the right song? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's the right song. I believe you. I got myself a gospel cat woman yeah. who saved my life. Ah. That's the whole album. That's his wife. Who went to Hayward High. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. That's right, that's right. Can't listen to the whole thing. Download it. Got myself a gospel. Gospel cat woman. Her ears are like a cat. Come on. Jen? You don't put up a pirates when they start there, this oh, and that. Oh, man. That's Jen. Brian Wigan, have a great summer. Hey, See you guys you. on September 5th.